0: Hey everyone, Gil Gross here. Post match, Carlos Alcaraz versus Holger Rune, Wimbledon 2023 quarterfinal. If you're not here for spoilers, click off the video in three, two, one. It is Alcaraz in straights to advance to his first Wimbledon semifinal, a matchup that I have been wanting to see so badly for all of 2023. We get it, and. It's not quite what I thought it would be. This match did not have a lot of rhythm. There were not a lot of rallies. And there were a ton of nerves, especially early. Let's start with kind of the first set. Where those nerves were highly evident just in how both players were blowing opportunities in return games. It just felt like there were a ton of love 30 situations. In fact, there were five of them. But from there, the returner and their level tended to plummet, and they were not really executing when the opportunity to kind of get that break of serve presented itself. So it goes to a tiebreak. And in that tiebreak, the quick points, the serve return dynamic is really what decided it. In fact, the last six points of the tiebreak were decided in two shots or less. And Alcaraz won five of those points. At 2-all, Alcaraz got a free point off of a second serve going to the Runa body. At 2-3, Runa hit a service winner. He would not win another point for the rest of the tiebreak. At 3-all, Runa double faulted going 115 miles per hour on the second serve. At 4-3, Alcaraz finds a service winner. It was not a perfect spot. It was returnable, but it did have good pace. Now it's 5-3. Another second serve. Alcaraz hits it into the body on the deuce. He jams Runa. And the the plus one ball floats. Alcaraz hits a big uh, plus one forehand down the line for a winner. And then on set point, Return winner by Alcaraz. Runa served and volleyed. He went out wide on the ad side. And Carlitos timed it up and smoked it right down the line for a winner. So what did we see here? We saw twice Alcaraz hitting a body serve on the deuce side off of a second serve and it working. Runa not able to get a neutralizing return even though it was a second serve from Alcaraz. We saw Aruna double fault. And then on set point, and maybe this is hindsight 2020, but I didn't love this decision for Aruna to serve in volley because the way the set was going, I really was thinking to myself that even though it's triple set point, I could see Alcaraz having trouble closing the deal just because of how the set had played out and Alcaraz's nerves being such a factor I thought to myself, you know, if Runa plays a couple of good points here, he has a chance. But what he did was he kind of didn't give Alcaraz a chance to get nervous. When you serve and volley, it becomes just a, a reaction, almost a gut instinct. There's no decision making. There's no time to think. Your, your opponent has a target. It's a split-second kind of shot. It's basically reflex at that point. It's hard to get nervous on a return of serve when your opponent is serving and volleying. You know what I mean? And that's the only area where I kind of had an issue with Runa's decision. But I think Alcaraz deserves loads of credit, full credit, for coming up with what was a really awesome return. Despite the serve return dynamic and those quick rallies being really the deciding factor down the stretch in the first set tiebreak, it would continue for the rest of the match. One of the stats that you have to look at is 71% second serve points won for Alcaraz. That is a nightmare number for Runa. It is a dream number for Alcaraz. And the location on those second serves were consistent. Body, 13 out of the 16 body on the deuce. A little bit tougher on the ad uh, where Alcaraz mixed it up a lot more. Four down the t, seven into the body, six out wide. Uh, but still, mostly body or majority body, I should say. And Runa never moved back. I didn't understand that. You know, Holger clearly wanted to do very aggressive damage off of the second return. But in order for him to do that, he needs to be able to extend his arms and how close he was standing how he was crowding the the service box and you got to give credit for uh you know alcaraz also getting good pace on his second serve he just was getting it into runa's body and holger holger couldn't get what he wanted so why not make that adjustment why not move back if you're runa i, I will say um he did move back at 40 love in the third set in his first return game. He was down 40 love, but he, he moved back and Alcaraz served and volleyed right away. So Carlitos is really good at that. I'm sure he was thinking in his mind, you know, as soon as Holger moves back, I'll serve and volley on the first point, just to try to deter that, to send a message across the court. Hey, now, if you make that adjustment, here's what I'm going to do. I still would have liked Runa to to stick with that adjustment and make it earlier. I mean, I thought it was evident in the first set before we got into the tiebreak that Alcaraz was really killing Runa on the body serve with the second. Um, And then, of course, it was essential in that first set tiebreak as we covered. Not just on the second serve, though. Alcaraz got a ton of free points on the first serve. And to be completely honest, if you would have told me before the match that One of these players were going to get tons of cheap points, tons of unreturnables. And in particular, service winners, because there were only four aces uh, for Alcaraz. Uh, And how many for Runa? Two aces for Runa, four for Alcaraz. Uh, But if you would have told me that one one of these players was going to get a ton of service winners, I would have said Runa, because Holger's serve is bigger. I mean, Runa averaged 124 miles per hour on the first serve. Alcaraz averaged 5 miles per hour slower, 119. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. On real time product availability and fast delivery, call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. But Alcaraz throughout this tournament, first of all, has shown tremendous return skill against some really big servers, right? Um, Jari Zverev. Um, I'm sorry, Jari and Berrettini, My bad. Um, And, you know, he was getting Runa's serve back in play besides the second set. Didn't do it much in the second set. But Runa was not. And here's where I'll credit Alcaraz's serve. The pace is decent. The pace is pretty good. The precision is not, to me, what I'd highlight, but the unpredictability. His locations were just impossible to pick up on for Runa. He had no idea where the serve was going. Uh, On the deuce side, Alcaraz went 10 wide, 10 T. No, sorry. 10 wide, 10 body, 12 T. On the ad side, he went 12 wide, 3 body, 10 T. So there just wasn't really a tendency for Carlitos. And also, Runa was still kind of standing... Pretty close. So he needed to get a good read. He needed to have a good reaction in order to have a chance to get these returns back. And he was never able to, to get that reaction. He never was able to anticipate Alcaraz's first serve. And he never moved back either. Um, the second set, as I mentioned, was so serve dominant. I mean, it was, it was serve bot central. Nobody could get the, the serve back. And then Runa blinked at 4-all, a double fault at 15-all, a missed overhead at 30-all, and then another backhand down the line return winner by Alcaraz at 30-40. Now this time Runa was not serving volleying, but it was the same exact return off of a wide serve on the ad. I do want to make one point though about the double fault that Runa hit at 15-all This was a point in the match where Holger was starting to look a little bit weary, a little bit sluggish. You saw some body language stuff with that. And the two points before that 15-all double fault. Holger did quite a bit of moving in both of them. They were medium to to long rallies. And I I do wonder if Runa took the the nuclear approach on that second serve because he didn't want to play a rally. At no point in the match do I feel like Runo really dug in physically, tried to make a lot of balls, tried, you know, was willing to do a lot of running, you know, because he part of this was just he wasn't making returns in play. But I thought the physical stuff came into play here. And I, I know it came into play at Roland Garros and in, in subsequent finals over the course of the clay court season. I thought that maybe it wouldn't be a factor here at Wimbledon but I don't know, maybe he was worn down again after two straight physical matches, the five-setter against Fikina, the the four-setter against Dimitrov, which really did feature a lot of long rallies. You know, was his energy sapped by the tension of this occasion? Maybe. I just wanted to throw that in there, that, that Runa's energy levels did seem pretty low, that this big double fault at 15-all, maybe it was tactical to go 125, but I'm throwing out the theory that maybe it wasn't. And that, that Alcaraz did look physically stronger throughout particularly the second and the third set of this match. So that's the second set break. Third set break, a little bit different, a little bit the same. I'll say that that Runa didn't make really any egregious mistakes in this game. But it goes back to bang, bang, tennis. A lot of, you know, three shots or less. Where Alcaraz ultimately, in this game... It's his return that catches fire and earns him the break of serve. He fights off a body serve uh, to open this game with a, a deep inside-out backhand return that sets up an approach shot that wins him the point. And then he leathers a forehand inside-in winner off of a tee serve on the ad side. That was a, a clean winner. And then on break point, he smothers a wide serve on the deuce side, cuts off that angle on his with his forehand return, and laces it right at Runa's feet. Holger misses the backhand uh, for a forced error that went into the net. So I really credit Alcaraz's return of serve uh, for getting that break. I have to mention the next game. When Alcaraz looks to consolidate the break in the third set, Runa goes up love 15, and Alcaraz misses the next two first serves. When you go up love 15, and your opponent misses two first serves in a row from there, you hope to get a 15-30 at least, You know, maybe, maybe a love 40, but at least a 1530, Runa missed two backhand returns in a row off of second serve returns. The one on the ad side was just inexplicable, really bad because he wasn't even jammed. And then on the deuce side, it's another body serve that he gets jammed on. And I just got the feeling like how many times is the same thing going to happen here? You know, um, not to belabor the point. Last thing I want to talk about is uh, the forehand disparity. Look, I thought that would have been a bigger factor in this match had there been more rallies, had there been more returns coming into play, then you would have saw more forehands in the match. Uh, In reality, maybe this wasn't a big factor in this particular match, but... I still think that when evaluating Alcaraz and Runa side by side right now and looking how even both of them are, how complete both of them are, I still think that Alcaraz, who has an exceptional forehand, is levels above Holger Runa, who has a average to good forehand. I don't think it's a, a weakness. I don't think that's fair at all. But next to Alcaraz's forehand, man, I think I take Carlitos in the reliability category. And I definitely take Carlitos in the damage category. I think it is bigger. He flattens it out better. He he goes cross-court with it better. He's able to go da- uh, do damage when he's moving to his right. With it, a lot better than Runa, who who tends to play much better from the middle of the court or running around. Uh, so inside out, inside in, much better. But running to his right, it seems like Runa doesn't always isn't always able to really hit the ball heavy cross court which is kind of a hole in his forehand. In the few baseline rallies that did exist in this match, I thought the pattern that was working best for Alcaraz was taking his backhand down the line, hard, straight, into Runa's forehand. I'm not talking about the kind of down-the-line backhand where you're going for the sideline and you're you're looking for a winner or a forced error. I'm, I'm just talking about the the pattern changing backhand down the line that makes Runa hit the forehand moving to his right off of his right leg, and I think that forehand often gets spinny and loopy and slower, and Alcaraz will attack from there. So it's backhand pattern change down the line, attack the next ball off of Runa's spinnier forehand. Uh, but again, so much of this match came down to the serve, and the return. I'll have a semi final preview coming up soon. Hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to subscribe. I'll see you next time. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks, that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them.